Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest Hello, Andrew. Hello there, Edwin. Here we are continuing Matthew chapter 25. Yes, if I'm not mistaken, the calendar today is 02222022. That's exactly right. So lots of twos, a couple zeros. This this should be something special. Is today something special? Is it, it feels special. I just feel like it, it it's got to be. <laughs> maybe maybe we could just call this Tuesday. Oh, oh, and it's Tuesday. That is special. <laughs> I know the last time we had all these different twos, we messed up and we missed Groundhog Day. Wow. But there was not two of those. There's not. So there's it's not. not that, and it's not Valentine's Day. It is not. That was last week, so we didn't mess that one up. But I will say this. What I want us to make sure to do is to keep Christ in Tuesday. Keep Christ in Tuesday. Keep Christ in Tuesday. Here we are, Matthew right. chapter 25. Well, hey, so we're going to continue on in our reading of Matthew 25, going to read the parable of the talents today. And I've got that in the New King James Version right here. It's Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one to each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two gained two more also. But he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also, who had received two talents, came and had uh, said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there You have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, Even what he has will be taken away. And cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you ever preached on the parable of the talents? 
I have. Yeah, I absolutely have. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, in fact, it wouldn't surprise me if you didn't have even more than one sermon that came I do, from actually. the actually. Yeah, this is a rich teaching and one to mine. So many good lessons out of it. Lots of good things in it. How I have normally dealt with it in preaching is, okay, today I'm going to preach on the parable of the talents. Mm-hmm. And I look at it as if it's just this this story that's just out there for us to, well, for us to mine just this story. But this week, as we're walking last week through Matthew 24, now into Matthew 25, mm-hmm. I'm also recognizing not just the story itself and the things we can find within it, sure. which, which is a perfectly legitimate way to approach it at times, but recognizing that that there is a flow here and a context that this story is fitting inside that we need to notice. No, I think that's exactly right. What we're seeing is that there are parallel elements and really four of these stories or four of these teachings going back to the end of Matthew 24 with that servant who was left alone. And when the master delayed, he began to act out awfully. Right. So at the end of Matthew chapter 24, and, and keeping in mind that 24 and 25 are all one sermon, mm-hmm, right? They're, they're all one dissertation of Jesus. And toward the end of Matthew 24, what Jesus does is asks a question, who then is the faithful and wise servant mm-hmm. whom his master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. Then he goes on to talk about the wicked servant. So even right there, you have two kinds of servants, don't you? Yeah, you've got the faithful Mm -hmm. versus the wicked. But Mm -hmm. that first question, who then is the faithful and wise servant? And it gets expanded on a little bit in that first story or that first contrast between the faithful and the wicked. But it seems to me in Matthew chapter 25, we now have these three stories that are, are going back to that initial question and answering that question. Let me tell you who the faithful and wise servant is. And so yesterday we read and talked about the parable of the ten virgins, Mm -hmm. and we recognize that the faithful and wise wise servant is the one who keeps up and maintains preparation. Yeah, that's right. Doesn't doesn't rest on past preparation, doesn't Mm -hmm. rest on someone else's preparation, but maintains personal preparation for the coming of the bridegroom and the master. Incidentally, who is also delayed. Who is also delayed. That's one of the things we have in all of these stories is we sure thought the master is going to come back sooner than he does. And so who are you in the meantime? Here, here we come to a second story. In fact, uh, one of the things here, I, I kind of want to add something in as the more I've thought about this, is it's not just the idea of being the faithful and wise servant, but the faithful and wise servant, going back to your point there about delayed, who is faithful to the master while the master is absent. Mm-hmm. The master yeah. is gone. The master's not here. And this servant remains faithful and wise. And so that Mm -hmm. first key was that idea of preparation. Now we see the idea of the faithful and wise servant Mm -hmm. to the absent master Mm -hmm. is the one who continues to be faithful and wise with the master's property. With the property. So yesterday it was about preparation. Today it's about possessions and property. Well, that ties certainly, I see where you're coming from with that. When we see the setup that a master is going to be going away and he entrusts his property or entrusts his possessions to these servants, uh, it says, he says he meets that out. These possessions are meted out in talents, yeah. right? And so a talent, my understanding is it's a, a weight 
a measurement of weight, but typically a measurement of weight of a very precious metal, right? like gold or like silver, okay? And so I know I've had study Bibles in the past where they'll give a little marginal note, sort of whatever the value of a talent of gold would be in currency standards of that time. And it's always some astronomical number, right? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I've I've kind of looked at it this way: that a talent of gold or a talent of silver that could be, you know, probably all the money that you might earn in a lifetime. Well, I have a footnote. Right? My footnote in in this ESV version says a talent was a monetary unit worth about twenty years wages for a laborer. Okay, there you go. Twenty years wages. So there's your work in lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> that's your career, that's, that's isn't exactly, it? Well, I mean, I've I mean, been doing well, it for 20 years now. We so. live a little longer these days, too, though. Yeah, I mean, I hope <laughs> to get three of those maybe in. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to get three, three talents in there. Well, um, but I, my point being that once you get to two talents or five talents, I mean, this is this is a fortune. And, uh, and yeah, once you get to two or five, it's the kind of amounts that – You'll never have in your own life. I mean, this this master is crazy wealthy, and he's putting a lot of trust in these servants. Well, even the one talent, 20, yes, 20, 20 years, years of wages. Yes. And I think that's a, a mistake that I've often made coming to this is that, oh, five is a lot. Well, two is some. One, well, you know, one is, yeah. he's not trusting that guy a whole lot. And, and I get when we compare to five, it's like, you know, according to ability. I, I know we'll talk more about yeah, that we'll later in the week. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But, but uh but still, 20 years of wages to one person saying, go, you know, do with this as I have told you. And yeah. I mean, that that is a lot. That is a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. I do think it's important to point out somehow as we teach about this, because the word talent we also use in our modern day to refer to gifts and abilities you have a talent of speaking or you have a talent at yes well thank you well you do and (laughs) no but i i think you're exactly right the way we use the word talent today it's almost a synonym for ability and like high ability right but here we're talking about wealth and it was given according to ability there's a distinction between the talent and the ability so we have to keep in mind this is a parable this is a laying alongside Mm -hmm. certainly he's not just talking about how people use money he's talking about more than that i thought the lesson here is the person who dies with the most money wins (laughs) that is not the case oh i better we might want to reread this then (laughs) yeah absolutely And so secondarily, we might come along to this to, to refer to our abilities, but I think we do need to see that it's that it's much bigger than that. It's, yeah. it's about the fact that God has entrusted his servants. Mm-hmm. The master, Jesus, the son of man, the king, has entrusted his servants with his property. Mm-hmm. And that is going to mean a lot of things. So he has entrusted to you and me, both of us, uh, we're, we're very blessed to have houses. Sure. This is something, property, mm-hmm. that the Lord has entrusted to us. You and I both have a car. Mm-hmm. We have clothes. Mm-hmm. We have computers. Mm-hmm. There are lots of things that we have. Uh, we both we both get to work with a church. Yeah. That's, this is something the Lord has entrusted us. Uh, lots of other folks have jobs, uh, teachers, doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. uh, factory, working at the factory yeah. on the assembly line. There, there are yeah. folks who are... 
janitors. There are folks yeah. who are street sweepers. There are folks, I mean, all, all these yeah. folks being blessed. The medical field. Yeah, the, all these people being blessed with jobs that they have, uh, families, mm -hmm. spouses, and children. Mm -hmm. Th these are all things that God has blessed us with, the Master has blessed us with, and entrusted us with mm -hmm. while he's away. Yeah. And what are we supposed to do with all of these things? I think of one of the great treasures that we have been entrusted, and I think about the gospel itself. Ooh. I mean, this message was as the power of God and salvation. There is a church here now with a responsibility to lift up and hold forth that truth. Um, you know, I, I and I see a great danger if we were to take that and go bury it in the ground somewhere <laughs> instead mm. of being out and about with it and using it for God's glory. Um, I see what you're saying, though. Sometimes when we begin to count our blessings— that can go in a wrong direction where I want to count your blessings and then I get jealous and envious of you mm. <laughs> instead of counting my own when I need to be thankful and a good steward of what I have. And I think it's important to recognize that when I count my blessings, it's not just to say, oh, look at how blessed I am. Mm -hmm. When I count my blessings, it's also supposed to point out, here's how responsible I am. So are you saying that to whom much is given, much is required? I think that's in there. It's in there somewhere. It is in there. <laughs> yeah. And the the point being that I don't bury these things. Mm -hmm. I bring them. I, I, I work with them. I use them for God's glory, for the betterment and furtherance of his kingdom, yes. for the growth and the increase of his kingdom. My family's supposed to be about that. Certainly the use of the gospel is supposed yeah. to be about that, but my house is supposed to be about that. My car is supposed to be about that. God hasn't just blessed me with a car so that I can get around. He's blessed me with a car so I can use it in in service to his glory and to those who yeah. are around us. So what we're doing with our blessings, what we're doing with our possessions, these are reflective of our discipleship, and particularly in the absence of the master. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a sobering thing to think that when he returns, there'll be an accounting for that, Yeah, that uh, you know, it's, it's part of our life that we are responsible for to God. And this one talent fella is not judged because he's one talent. He he is given judgment because he didn't use the talent yeah. for God's glory. He, he thought about saving his own hide, and he acted out of fear rather than out of faith. And it's amazing because he says... You know, he actually says something pretty amazing about this master. You, you, you can get fruit from where you didn't even plant seed. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty that's that's a pretty good praise. I think I'd want to say that about God. God, you can bear fruit where you didn't even plant seed. You're that amazing. Uh, so what I did is I planted your talent in the ground, and look, it's back to you. You can do with it what you want. And the master points out, no, I gave it to you for you to do with it what I wanted. No, I think that's it. I, it's almost like he's uh, condemned by his own words. Yeah. The master says, you knew what I was, and you are, you know, you know how I am, and you went and buried that. You're wicked and you're lazy. Yeah, absolutely. So we need to be stewards. We do. We need to be serving the Lord with everything we have. And I think it's time for us to wrap up. Is it my turn to lead us in prayer today? I think it is. Yes, brother. Let's please go lead ahead. us in Let's prayer. Let's wrap up. Holy God, thank you so much for the day you've given us, for this time to talk about your word. But Lord, we thank you for the blessings, our homes, our spouses, our children, our parents, our siblings, our family, our brothers and sisters in Christ, our the churches that we're part of, the cars that we get to drive, the computers that we have, the phones, our, our Bible, so many things that we have. 
Lord, let us not boast like we did not receive these resources. Let us not boast like we did not receive our abilities and our opportunities. And may we use all of these for your glory, to grow your kingdom, so that when we stand before you and our king, that we can give to you what you have grown through us. Lord, we want to bear fruit that brings glory to you. And it's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.